0: Episode 32 of the Godless Heathens podcast is sponsored by God Friended Me, the hit CBS TV show about an atheist podcaster who gets a Facebook friend request from God. A network TV show about an atheist podcast. What's not to love? It's almost enough to get me back on Facebook. What have I been missing? Maybe it's the way for us to get the Lord himself on the show. Because come on. We all know he's a dude. It's the most heartwarming CBS religious series since Touched by an Angel, starring New Age Catholic slash Christian and big-time dotard fan Roma Downey, who's married to Hollywood mega-producer Mark Burnett. Wait a second, that Mark Burnett? Yes, that Mark Burnett, producer of The Apprentice, the hit reality show that helped thrust a self-promoting, narcissistic grabber of female crotches to the most powerful political position in the world. Watch new episodes of God Friended Me on CBS on When Else.
1: Sunday, 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 Sunday.
2: Opportunity of from the abyss, aka podcasting from a spare bedroom in Exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff,
0: and I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves.
3: So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google up that, that shit.
0: Episode 32. This is 31 more than we thought we'd ever do. Heck and probably wow. 15 or 16 after, like when did we start actually counting? When Zach came, yeah, right. Zach yeah, kind yeah, of professionally did yours. Yeah, to us. yeah, yeah. Right. Zach came
2: and, and we were on his show, but we recorded it here. And he was like, "We don't know how many episodes y'all have done because you don't number it." And I think we were at twelve at that point. Right, and, and that I, sounds about and right. And I went back and changed it and had been numbering them. So number we
0: since. we felt kind of semi-professional. Shame. We were like,
2: "Oh, numbering the podcast. What a great crazy. idea!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? I thought only pros do that." Obviously not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, when we got started, we thought it would be this episode and that episode. And that would be pretty much <laughs> 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 two and done. Dug with it.
0: Sorry, folks. And we're going to continue to stick with it. So yeah. sucks that you have to listen. There's about four or five different drinks on the table. They, Let's yeah, that get that sport, out of the way. Yep. What
2: would you bring? Because you, you brought something that the two of you are sharing.
0: Jeff, be my guest. You yeah. left it in my
3: cooler. Well, yeah. Uh, actually, this came from Larissa. Oh. Um, at one of the Friend of the pod. She, yeah, of the pod. Uh, it's called Tenfity.
2: It's T-E-N-F-I-D-Y?
3: F-I-D-Y. Okay. Tenfity. I'm not quite sure what the name, you know, the, the background of that is, but it's uh, made by Oscar Blues Brewery. I think they have a place up in Asheville. Brevard. Brevard, yeah, which is yep. up in that area. Okay. And this is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels. And I'm tasting notes of coconut. Jerry,
0: and you're, you're tasting... I'm tasting the fact that you are in denial because this whole thing yeah. tastes like licorice. And I don't like Black licorice. licorice. Which? Well,
3: apparently you do. <laughs> no, no, no. This.
0: And it's 12.9. So oh. we're splitting a tall boy.
2: Yes. yes. It's, so, uh, it's, it's potent.
0: Yep. There's hard liquor on the table, too. There is.
2: I've been sick. I've been under the weather... The only cure for that. Oh my God, it's hard liquor. It's spicy liquor. Yeah, yeah. It's for the throat. Yeah, I mean, this is damn near cough syrup. I whipped out the bottle of Fireball, and I'm, I'm drinking it, and Jeff brought, and I'm going to try this at some point during the night, Jack Daniel's Tennessee Honey, finely crafted honey liquor blended with Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey. Yes, but again, I've heard that honey, you know, people honey, do honey and tea. I've been, I've been for drinking the throat, so. a... Like a Theraflu kind of uh, Alka-Seltzer thing. And I've, been, and I've been adding honey and lemon to it. See, this has that. the honey right in I should yeah. add that to Just it. Just palate cleanser.
0: Yeah. Make you feel better already. It is. So beware, fine listeners. <laughs> you know, buckle up. Although The last episode was not a bumpy ride. Very infrequently do friends of the pod come up and before, you know, hey, how you doing? They say something like, I got a bone to pick with you about the last podcast, and you get like the finger, finger pointing oh, in, no, the right chest. in the chest, yeah. and it wasn't directed at you guys. Okay, it was directed I mean, it was at directed you? It me, oh, okay. and well, it's like,
2: what did I do to offend? And you know, we're not going to say who one. this person was. Well, yeah, we are. It's a okay. friend of the pod, the oh, giver of the... the giver oh. of the Tim, oh, the Tim okay. Yeah. What did she have to
0: say? She said it was something about social media. And oh, okay, the social media um, part. Yeah. yeah. And kind of accused me of trolliness. Oh, really? I think
2: so. so Looking down your nose at wh- 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 the unwashed wh- wh- masses wh- of wh- on Facebook. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: I've never, ever said anything like that.
2: I did not take your advice wholeheartedly, but mm-hmm. I half acidly. You could be a member of my family. I, I did half acidly take your advice. I said, I've been sick. I had two four-day weekends. New Year's Eve, I had New Year's Eve and New Year's Day off. Went to work on Wednesday. I was not making it on Thursday. And I said, I'll go ahead and call out Friday, too. That'll give me four days to rest up. Come Monday, still sick, went on into work. But I had basically two four-day weekends. I didn't do anything. Just watched a bunch of crappy TV and was highly medicated the whole time. But while I was at home for those days, I did a Facebook friend purge. And really? Yeah. Went through nothing personal. I had gotten a lot of Facebook friend requests. I think a lot of it was leading up to the elections and because of the podcast. But basically, I went through and dropped my friend list from about 3,200 to man. about 1,800. I took about wow. 1,400 people off the rolls, so like, forty yeah. percent. I felt like Brian Kemp, just knocking people off the rolls <laughs> left and right, man. It was, yeah, but um, and I it's put not, a post.
0: You know, if that's if that's if you can actually draw a positive message from that. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's uh, but quite I, uh, a feat. I,
2: I put a nice little uh, post out that said that you know uh, over a thousand people I, I purged. If if you're seeing this, you made, you the, made cut. the cut. Congratulations. <laughs> if if you, you, Did, know, if how, you, many, you how many? How many? Uh, you, you know, why not me, too? I got almost 80 likes on it, uh, huh. and a lot of people going, yay, still on the team, and, you know, those kind of responses and stuff. You know, I don't, so, I don't think I saw that post. Mm, you must That's because I cut well, your oh, ass. Oh, You're oh, gone, oh, man.
3: You
0: <laughs> <hat laughs> got high standards. She did a cleanse. Yes.
3: Yeah. A purge.
2: A purge. Do you feel better now? is your is your feed less cluttered? Or? I don't turn it on and have the little red dot say 37. Oh, that bothers you. you know. too. No, 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 that's good.
0: That's actually no, a no, good thing. No, like the number like any of the notifications on the phone? Yeah. You can't have that. You don't like that as a rule. Like some people like see notifications on a phone and they're like, "Oh my I god, I got to clean it Christ, up." Untidy. You have to Yeah, I I, got 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 I got am got. like right.
2: that. I, that is you. Somehow I don't know how that little red dot stopped showing up, but now when I click on it, I see how many you know notifications I have. and it's, So Facebook only was notified. It's a much more n- manageable number They're now. They were only notifying
0: you, you about things people you don't care about were posting.
2: The majority of them, A lot of <laughs> it was just like, click back, click back, That's part click of the, part of the, the algorithm. Oh, yeah.
0: he doesn't interact with these people. He needs to. Right.
3: <laughs> so you're down to how many you now?
2: 1800 between 18 and 1900 that's a lot that's still, that's a, still lot. a lot yeah. that's still
3: i mean it's still a bunch I but mean, i don't know how many i have but i never thought about doing a purge maybe i should do
0: a yeah. purge could be overdue could be i see a Grass lot of people could be getting kind of
2: long they will do that they'll put a post out first they'll, th- they'll go hey I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna do a friend purge so state your case <laughs> kind
0: of, kind of the thing <laughs> i didn't like those this felt like an overt call for attention. So you just text back, fuck you.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, like no. So like, I'm, not pretentious gonna, asshole. I'm not I'm yeah. not groveling on your I'm not groveling <laughs> on your feed. Yep. This will dovetail into topic number one. So Larissa uh, got finger pointing, and not like seriously. Right, but right, she doesn't right. normally do that. And then I got accused of being trolley. At the Deep Dive. On Tuesday? On Tuesday. trolling. Trolly. Because we were talking about Representative Tlaib's use of motherfucker. and That was an
2: interesting conversation.
0: And I kind of take what feels like a contrarian position for leftist progressives and liberals. That I didn't like it. It bugged me on a couple of different levels. And it was like, oh, you are just... Stop trolling. I'm You're trolling.
2: How, uh, how is that trolling? I don't quite get the... I don't, I, didn't, I don't catch the reference either, yeah. Well, because... You're just stating your opinion. She said, we're going to impeach the motherfucker. A lot, of people and gradu-
0: a lot of people congratulated it and thought it was okay. And I didn't have a
2: problem with it. it bugged me. Bu- it still bugs me. And It bugs me... Is it the we should take the high ground? What was it that bugged you about it?
0: 20% of like five things. Okay. The... And I didn't think we we're going to talk about this. But That's hey, dive on in. Hey, good stuff. That I expect a little better or better out of members of Congress.
2: When they go low, we go high. Kind of a yeah attitude. Or just I don't
0: think it's haughty to not expect your member of Congress to call the president a motherfucker. Say that obviously not as a fan of his.
2: No, absolutely at all. I I think if somebody would have said that. 12 years ago or 16 years ago about George W. Bush, it would have gotten a completely different response from the public and and from the media. But at least to me, the way I look at it as this motherfucker has changed the rules so much. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I've never
3: used the F word That
2: calling him a motherfucker is a drop in the bucket. Compared to what he does on a daily basis, doesn't even move the needle as far as I'm concerned that's probably Pro- a part, part of the, the
0: other, problem the other 20% is why do we have to converse at that level right you can certainly state your point about impeachment without calling him a motherfucker
2: because in the end too i don't know what it achieves I and just we, found it funny that all the people. What do you like about Trump? Oh well, he you know he says what's on his mind. Right. You know he tells like it like is. it is. Yeah. It's refreshing to hear a politician the politically correct. You know, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. They weren't saying that. They weren't singing the same tune when when it was a Democrat. You know, engaging yeah. in the same type of totally um, not. Yeah.
3: and then I saw video clips of Trump using those same words. Right. In different speeches. So
0: that, to me, kind of makes part of my point. Why do you want to be the other side of a montage with him? Yeah. Why would you want to be, oh, she's just as bad as him. Let's put him back to back. I don't want our people to be back to back, kind of going low. Because yeah. it was a good day. It was a great day. You know they
2: swear. I mean, the only a thing lot that would have work? made that better is if she would have been individually sworn in by Mike Pence on a Koran. Shoot. That would the the optics of Mike Pence swearing in. Did he
0: just he just did senators. He right? just did senators. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then the
2: right. and then the House was all done collectively. Right. And they and they all held right. Right. Whatever, whatever book right. or See, document right. or whatever they wanted to, but. The idea of Mike Pence having to swear in two Muslim women wearing hijabs, holding a Quran. While well, they weren't right. wearing it. Yeah. Oh. Well, that is, that is must-see TV does, right there. Isn't
0: this, the Somali woman in... Uh, Out of Michigan? In, uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota. 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. She's from yeah. Other she's northern She's from state. Michigan. Yeah. Oh. And that's the other part. She took over John Conyers' seat in Detroit. He has been a congressman, was a congressman there for as long as I can remember. Oh. She represents the home turf. And good day. They have to pass Nancy Pelosi the gavel which yeah. like hit me yeah. way bet harder than I thought it would. It was just like yes, yeah, you know. Yeah.
2: And it goes Paul Ryan that that handed it to her. No, 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 no it, was it was Kevin right. McCarthy. Yeah.
0: It would have been better. Why why was? cuz he's out. He's just gone. He's gone. He but he would at the end of the year. Oh, uh,
2: okay. I was wondering because I, I was just assuming wouldn't his reign end when when her started but i but guess if he January 1st if he were gone.
0: to remain in congress oh okay yeah. I yes right. yes right. What right. he did okay. i understand and okay. by the way it was kind of like you hoped to be kind of orderly pleasant shake your hands not like kind of here you go give me yeah. the gavel motherfucker right. you know, like <laughs> it here's down the gavel walk away bitch. from it pick it up yeah. yourself bitch yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. you know and there was a lot of a lot of positive momentum and whether you feel that way or not try not to say that it disappointed me. But the reaction has been almost well, they can say it so Why can't we? Right. Yeah. You know, well, why is it different than us? We and it's just like
3: oh. But did she walk it back? I thought I read somewhere where she not walked it back, but right? I mean kind of apologized a little bit for it. So that's the other thing
0: is once you open your mouth and kinda of put your foot in it. Own it. Well, it becomes a story. It does give ammunition oh, yeah. to the grievance machine. You want to stay out of that. They're gonna bitch anyway. They're gonna bitch about bias. They're gonna bitch about alleged liberal policies and political correctness. They're always gonna bitch. But it's easier and better for us. They have so few things to bitch about. <laughs> they got to stretch.
2: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like all. They got full muscle when they're reaching. Right. Like the you know,
0: ridiculous attempted takedowns of AOC. Right. They have just dancing on a roof Relentless. Wow. Yeah in their attempt to bring her down.
2: I don't know what she was thinking dancing in college. That's crazy. And what was Brett Kavanaugh doing in college? By the way,
0: there's a media story there, though, too, because that's treated kind of politics as usual. A news organization or kind of society at large can say at any point, that's bullshit. The almost relentless... Attacks to bring her down, to diminish her, the nude selfie fake. I mean, these are blatant, terrible fakes.
2: She is so savvy when it comes to social media and that kind of stuff. Her responses to their attempts of slamming her are just gold. It's one of the reasons I
0: dig her. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and
2: she puts out positions
0: that you haven't heard. She's got them all in a froth about a 70 percent marginal yeah, tax yeah, rate yeah
3: like that's something new yeah, yeah. we've never done that before used to well, be like 90
0: when's the last seriously when's the last time reagan
2: got rid of all that
0: any politician yeah. talk about taxing the rich right right exactly i mean just straight up saying you make over 10 million dollars 70 percent. nobody has had the stones to say it Yep. and she says it and a lot of people are like Hell yeah! Why not?
3: Yeah, you know, yep. pe- you know, and maybe ten million is too high. We need to bring that number down a little I, you bit. You know,
0: I, yeah. it, it's hell a lot more conversation. Maybe you can about get a part time
2: job. job. You know, and save a little. You know, <laughs> that's really hard. I mean, saw like yeah.
0: yeah, it I'm Yeah, it would suck to try and get by on nine point five a year. Yeah, I don't know. No, what maybe you're doing. You know, maybe
2: Jerry no. Jones would have to buy a slightly smaller yacht. <laughs> have you seen that thing? No, three hundred and fifty seven foot yacht with two helipads. That's like. It was, I, I think it was chic money somewhere in the neighborhood of of like a, a million dollars a foot. I want to say it was somewhere around three hundred and fifty million dollars that he paid for this yacht.
3: Where, where did he make his money? Was it in oil? oil. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, I figured. But he
3: bought the Cowboys
2: yeah a billion dollars yeah on it. yeah. yeah. Oh, so sure. he's made oh, so yes. much money, ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But he's nowhere ridiculous near money.
2: the. There was an article about the most expensive yacht ever just recently sold to a Malaysian tycoon. $4.6 billion Come yacht. Come Look on. Look it up. Dude. Look it up. It's, it's almost, challenging. Look it no, up. It's almost entirely... It's plated, but the whole bottom of the boat is plated in gold. So
0: when, the, re- when the revolution ridiculous. comes, there's he's like, first.
2: Yeah. There's like... The, <laughs> he's the, first. The bathroom has like dinosaur bones and platinum, and gold, and ivory, and, and marble, and it's, it's, it's so opulent, okay. it's ridiculous. Yeah, $4.6 billion for a boat.
0: And last week, last week it was him, last pod, it was him that was messing with me. Who him? Yeah. Now oh. you... A little bit? Yeah. No, no, like not a little bit. Well, you,
2: you show up in a black turtleneck, and you're gonna you're gonna catch some shit. You know? <laughs> ah, here you know? we go. Yeah. you look like you're headed to a poetry slam. Go. You know, after after you leave here, here, here. Oh,
0: you know, and by the way, <laughs> by the way, it's gotta be a little slower. Yeah. yeah. You got, got it. Yeah. Jazz. Well, <laughs> of course I do.
2: <laughs> the man. You know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, man, gotta, you, the, get, you got the, this beatnik thing
0: working today i shouldn't be continually surprised <laughs> but i'm continually surprised at the consistent reaction no matter what kind of person it is what their politics are what kind of humor they like sports fan not sports fan cross the board black turtlenecks everybody who who sees somebody in a black turtle I'm Like there's a there's a little piece of DNA oh, yeah. that clicks in, and it's
2: the same jokes. I'm just expecting you ever- to put a beret on and start smoking a clove cigarette, man, any second now. Oh, actually, I kind of like clove
0: cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so, stop stereotyping me, Don. Okay, my bad. <laughs> But yeah, but, and I've always worn them, despite the the abuse, the uh beatnik and jazz and we going to go to an Allen Ginsberg poetry <laughs> reading. There you
3: go. So new nickname Jerry the beat poet. There you They'll go. Like it. Yep.
0: I changed my Twitter that way. Okay. Cuz right now it's Salty Salty, salty Jerry. Jerry. Yes. And to switch to the topic at hand.
2: Yeah, you posted that, this question the other night to us. He said, uh, I, "I usually don't like y'all having time ahead of recording to uh, think about stuff, but you gave us like a 48-hour little window, time there. to stew and, right, and, and think about <laughs> and it." And unfortunately, when we came in, you said,
0: both of you said, you were like, oh, "I don't, I don't know, yeah. I don't know about that." I, so
3: I don't remember you saying that. <laughs> so we were hoping you had an answer for it. too. Yeah. So.
0: I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have an answer to it which is one of the reasons why I asked you guys the question. I was thinking about resolutions, and I don't think we really had any last year other than, like, having <laughs> I mean, the Shepherd's
2: Chapel that, read that, my, That's the one this year is getting the Shepherd's Chapel to read your letter. Um, Jer from Georgia.
0: I might have to go full Gerald. But that still isn't going to make me a better atheist. No. That could that, and that could
2: make me a worse atheist. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was your question is how to be a better atheist.
3: Yes.
0: If you or me or anybody wanted to be a better atheist,
2: what would that even mean?
3: Well, I think first you have to start off with how are you defining atheism?
2: I would, I would just simply just say it, put it as lack of a belief in a god or gods. True. But
0: actually, that feels kind of like the stereotype that you atheists don't believe in anything. How can you be a better atheist when that just means believing in nothing more?
2: it's not believing in nothing. It's, it's the answer to one question.
3: But you're saying what other people from the outside see is that. The misconception correct. of atheists. It almost plays
2: right. into their belief
0: system of what atheists are and the fact that we don't
3: believe. So you want to be better at defining yourself or defining atheism? Always.
0: It's been a lifelong fail. So how defining would you, myself. Well, so,
3: how would you define yourself? Because if you want to better yourself, what's your starting point? Yeah,
0: so, so I will spare the listeners me defining myself. To be a better atheist, are you louder? Do you evangelize, to use a term about atheism more? Do you fight for the separation of church and state? Are you more politically active? Loud and you proud? Know? Well, I
3: think it depends on which, what is your goal. You know, My the,
0: goal is to be a better atheist. Right, right. But I mean, so how are you defining yeah. that is by
3: getting more people? Like I just
2: gave you like eight different know. ways. But so by normalizing atheism? To be. I think that Could to be. me is the biggest thing is, and we talked about this, be the best person you can be and shock them when they find out and that branded, you're an atheist. And
0: branded atheism. Yeah.
2: Or atheist. Yeah. And that way, one way when for somebody sure. knows you and then they find out, that, that you're a non-believer, their pigeonholes come falling down. They don't know exactly where to pin you at. They probably haven't talked to really people. Yeah,
0: and their opinion of them has been driven by somebody behind a
2: pulpit. But I'd eaten at your house. Was that, baby? I did not know.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, um, but what it was really what's their really good. But I mean, so they're not seeing your lack of belief. They're seeing your positive just attributes, the, just your the positive, positive vibes view. that you're putting
2: out into the world. Yeah. <laughs> but. I feel it. Be a positive influence on the people around
0: you. You'd have a positive influence and be a better person, all that stuff. But it's no good unless you tell them you're an atheist. It's no, no good if they don't know. Unless, yeah, right,
3: unless right, right, they right. know. Because they're assuming you have morals, so he must be a Christian. Right, he just
0: hasn't told me what church he goes to yet. Right,
2: right, right, right. You know, or but, Or they'll rationalize it with the horrible thinking that you, you borrow from the Christian worldview and that's why you're a good person.
0: Yeah, I would say that you could totally use the Christian worldview as an example of how to behave.
2: Not necessarily.
0: Certain parts of it. You could talk about Jesus going into the temple
2: and... Like, getting rid of the money changers, yeah, turning around yeah, like, the yeah. up tur- Like, yeah. you know, going yeah. ham yeah.
0: on the money guys. Uh, there's like, there's, that's a, me- pretty there's a meme
2: like that that says, you know, why don't you act more like Jesus? Well, just keep in mind that overturning tables and whipping people is in the wheelhouse. <laughs> that's always a possibility.
0: So... Is it doing things completely uh, more on the political side to fight for what I would think are atheist values? And that's the separation of church and state. That feels like another way to be a better
3: atheist. Absolutely. But... And then the people that you're rubbing shoulders with when you're doing this.
2: To not hide
3: the fact that that you're a non believer, you're an atheist.
2: But yeah, I was gonna say I would put that more as a democratic American value than than because there are people who firmly believe in the separation of church and state that are Bible believing Jesus loving Christians. Well then in that case they're my they are my brother in arms on that issue. Yeah, absolutely. Stand, stand in solidarity right along with. No, him. no doubt. Yeah. Well, and that's we, why we just he, won't spend our Sunday mornings together. Not, not yeah. often. No,
3: because we talked about William Barber before on here. I mean, he's from North Carolina. He has a month. You know, he started the the Moral Monday movement. Yep. I forget the name of the movement he's got going on now.
0: Go ahead, Jeff. We're talking about you, but yeah. you can make your point. I'll sit on my hands
3: for a while. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'll do this. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there we go. Always coming back to that. Instead of banging the time. table. Yep. That's so what I'm saying. So when they are, evangelical, by the way, yeah, yeah, he, oh yeah, he, he, he will, does. He claim that because he doesn't want to give that title up,
2: because he is one. Is he trying to reclaim that title? I'm not familiar with this guy. Okay, yeah. So uh, I mean, you should, so yeah, you
3: are. Okay, we. I thought we've been down here before, but yeah, the evangelical is just basically. The good news. So to William Barber, the good news is the social gospel. But to um, the Southern Baptists, it's a completely the good news measure. is to
0: Robert Jeffress. Uh, Robert yes.
3: Jeffress. It's you know Jesus came to die to save your butt. They so you don't burn in hell. You put the yeah. wall up, whole, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that it whole kind of the thing. It, it, yeah. yeah, the social gospel is not any part of their their thing. They're evangelicals as well because the good news to them is that I kind of disagree that like why are you hanging on to that name? But you know. Whatever. But I'm on board with his his political stance, his social stance. And so I'm saying when there's actions that that group is doing, we as an atheist community should Should partner with them.
0: So maybe one other way of being a better atheist is to partner with faith organizations yeah. that share your political beliefs. On like-minded yes. issues.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course. And that's an and that's a ongoing theme on on the show. We're, we're, we, we talk about that quite a bit, is reaching across the aisle, the religious aisle, not the political mm-hmm. aisle, and finding people that we don't necessarily agree with on one issue, theologically. On just one issue. Uh, yeah. But we agree on a lot of other Yeah, terms, so really, so it's working together
0: funny that you mention that, because, like, which side do you think believes that that is most disqualifying?
3: What's disqualifying? Being an
0: atheist? Oh,
2: no. Oh, would, s- would Christians, I think what he's trying to say is, would Christians be more likely to disregard atheists that they're politically aligned with... Or vice versa? Would atheists be yeah. more likely to say, well, what? why are we inviting the what-never? You know, well, but, that's you know, superstition, church. believers, yeah. and fairy yeah. tales. Right. Right. I, I think it depends why on... Why are they on, here?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. No, I think it depends on who you're partnering with. I know I've heard in, in William Barber's stuff that he's, he says it. there's atheists and agnostics that are part of his movement. So, I, you know, my impression is he doesn't have a problem with it.
2: So,
0: you think the atheists.
2: But Mr. Barber and, and, and the Mr. Barbers of the world are very few and far between amongst they the, are certainly the, the religious.
0: Kind of like in politics. That center? Uh, shrinking. Mm-hmm. If not gone. Better. Yeah, They're, you know, they're picking it's, a team. It's, it's pick-a-side time now. It is.
2: Well, it, it's, if, if you're in the center, you kind of get attacked from both extremes.
0: You could be considered kind of an atheist because what do you stand for? The battle lines are being drawn.
2: It's Yeah, it's very rarely now that you see people crossing the aisles and voting specific issues. It's, it's party-line, hard-line politics. So, so there are,
0: I think, three examples in Kansas where state house people switch parties. Don't ever... I mean, you haven't seen that probably since... The early nineties in like the Zell Miller years, like the last vestiges of the Dixiecrats started becoming Republicans. Right. Yeah. And since then you're basically locked in. You don't I don't think I can't remember at any level some state official going from Dem to Republican. Yeah. It's always the other uh, way now. yeah. Yeah. But you haven't told me how I can be a better atheist.
3: Well one <laughs> excuse me, one of the ways we just mentioned is to be more involved in politics where we're crossing uh or you know, linking arms with, with people from the progressive Christian end of things. To me, they need us as much as we need them. They have a fairly strong voice. They have some pretty good spokespeople that are, you know, making a, making a name. Unfortunately I don't I don't think that we have I don't know of any. Well, I'm saying William Barber would be he's the only a one. good example. Um, I mean, seriously,
0: he's the only one. Jeez. Probably a few Catholics. There's still some liberal Catholics, but then there's a lot that toe in the old line. Yeah. Right,
3: right. Yeah, they have their limitations. And they don't
0: like this pope, but that's a separate rabbit a hole. So, point. you know, it, 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 to me, it, it's interesting because it, so many of these things are surrounded, are, are involved in politics.
3: Which is another religion.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> like it would have more effect on my life.
3: Good.
0: Politically than non-theistically.
3: Right, expand on that. What do, you, what do you mean?
0: So, all the things that, or many of the things that we've talked about being a better atheist were politically related. So, to be a better atheist would be to improve my own politics. And that would make me, it make it what? Easier to be an atheist?
3: Easier for this world
2: to uh, exist. <laughs> Just be a better person. Just be the best you that you can be. It's not, really, that's,
0: it's not really connected to atheism. No, though, is not
2: necessarily. No, I mean atheism is just the answer to one question. it, it you, you define yourself by what you don't believe. It's kind of like vegetarian. You define yourself by what you don't eat. How do you how do you become you know?
0: No, that one is you do eat. You well, do eat, but yeah I, yeah, I get I get your what you're saying. How would one
2: be the best vegetarian they could be? You know, be the best person overall, around person. Convert they could be. people to vegetarianism. Not as hard, it could. Okay, Except for the non-vegetarians that don't want to listen to that shit. That's and, true. And, and then that makes you a worse person. Right.
0: But the religious people don't want to hear. May not want to hear about my atheism. Because I certainly don't want to hear about about well,
3: their religion, religion. Yeah. To me, I think a, a good vegetarian would reduce consumption of meat. Yeah, and whereas the goal isn't to make a meatless society. I mean, that would be the ultimate goal, but to, to, to reduce the consumption. So if but people I can have am, like a, but I already
0: am. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian. You so, are. So no, no. To use your analogy, I'm not. Well, a I'm just saying to Food other
3: people, people that are eating meat every night. If right. you can say, but oh, the, no. but
0: you're, but you're, already, you're, you're already, actively
2: you're, try to reduce your meat. It no, intake?
0: no. You already have. Like, okay. as a vegetarian, you already have said, I'm not going to eat meat anymore. Okay. So to get to the goal of a meatless society, i got to convince you all yeah. to do the same. Right. I'm saying
3: yeah. that's utopia. But I'm saying, to me, then the next best thing is to reduce our consumption of meat. from You know, environmental aspects and all that.
0: That's not going to make me a better atheist.
3: Uh, no, I'm not. No. I'm, what I, I'm trying to draw a parallel here. So for an atheist... We have to understand that it's utopia for this world to be without religion. Religion, free. right? Yeah. So that ain't going to happen in our lifetime. Probably not going to happen for several lifetimes. Maybe never. But you know, the goal should be history to li- says never. Yes, and and I'm kind of pessimistic in that regard. So I would probably agree with that. But if we get more people to think rationally, if not at least where they can wake up to climate change, if we can just get somebody to move on that. You know, it's like, well, maybe there is something to science. Maybe God's not going to beam back and, and prevent all this stuff. So if we can just move the peg a little bit in that direction, to me, that's that's a win. I mean, you know, we haven't deconverted people, but we've kind of moved them a little closer to rational thought.
0: I'm not going to say anything because Don's, like, boring holes in my <laughs> head because he's got something
3: to say.
2: No, I'm just uh, I'm – I'm thinking – it, it's hard to be better at something when it's defined by an absence of something you you have to fill that with with, with a with a positive well and, that's, positive. and that would be humanism humanism yeah.
3: is normally what people would insert into there
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that would, you would. i
2: would <laughs> you, you certainly would, would. I, mean,
0: I would defend humanism jeff we're finally here <laughs>
2: Defend humanism as a worldview. So I
3: listened to uh, Ryan Bell had a podcast with um, John Gray. He he wrote the book on uh, seven, seven types, types of atheism. atheism. Uh huh. Did you listen to the podcast? I or? haven't,
0: oh, but this? I read the I read the the Washington Post. I've tried yeah, I tried yeah, yeah. a couple of times, but that was one of those podcasts that was like I gotta have an hour. Yeah. I cannot do it at work. Yeah. Like right, yeah. I really want to listen to this
3: when you and offer I can't. a run instead of beating your body up. You know, uh, you know I, I bet that'd be bad too. I'd be like
2: too busy. Just, ghast. just for clarification, this is not the same John Gray who bought his wife a Lamborghini. I don't think this would be the same John. This Gray. This is the know. the evangelical, the uh, the black preacher from no, South Carolina no. Oh, no, who no, 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 just no. bought his wife a two hundred and something thousand dollar. Definitely not the uh, same Lamborghini strong. SUV. And then they make an SUV. It, yeah, and then came out that he's been engaged in an affair.
3: No, that's not going to be that. Yeah, that Dif-
2: different John Gray. Right. I'm yep. guessing and this that, guy has that an English Ryan accent Bell. and everything. No, no, this right. this guy does not have an English accent. No. This no. guy no. is a this guy
3: is a author. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was a. Perf- Professor,
2: philosophy professor. I well, this professor. guy's another one of the prosperity gospel, oh. big-time uh, not, not, preachers not, not, out of out of South Carolina somewhere. Not, not the one more time. He got just a huge rationing of shit over this $200,000 eight-year anniversary present that he bought for his wife.
0: Definitely not.
2: not yeah. No, not the same. Okay. But just but anyway, to clarify. <laughs> one, one of the points he made that
3: I've been kind of wrestling with kind of in, in the back of my head— Basically saying that God's not going to do shit. It's up to us human folk. Yes. It. Which, you know, I, I still believe in that. But it seems like there's still... you at the
2: top of the evolutionary chain. And, 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 and that's... It, and it's up to us...
3: Right. ...to... And that's to part of the problem... make the world a better place. ...that, that I see, you know, that he points out on humanism. is like, yeah, kind of makes sense. Is there's, there's a certain arrogance... That goes along with that, saying that we are the top of the evolutionary yeah. heap, you, you know, that we're above animals and all that kind of thing. And as then,
2: as opposed to we're above animals because because God put us there, right? right. So there's no arrogance right. there. Yeah, but there there still is, you
3: know, a certain kind of thing. Is yeah. like
2: soapbox <laughs> alert. <laughs> <laughs> Let me step back down. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um But anyway, um, I mean, and I've I've kind of seen you know, like Stephen. Pinker, I think Michael Shermer has talked about kind of the moral arc of the universe yes. and how things, you know, humans are making things. Who's
0: wearing the turtleneck now, Mr. Moral Arc of the
3: Universe?
2: Yeah. The, uh, well, <laughs> it's a slow arc, uh, but, right. it, but it bends towards, was it bend towards, but, towards but justice and, and or just, whatever? In whatever that way. arc, how did
0: they get rid of all the poop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was the one window. It was like, that's a whole different. According thing. to Ken Ham, it was a conveyor system. But but anyway, so
3: wrapped up in that moral arc of the universe is kind of an arrogance that humans are going to figure shit out, that we are, you know, that we are actually improving, you know, like you're
0: saying humanism is inherently arrogant.
3: Well, I mean, there's there is potential, That's what I'm but no, I, I'm saying we have to be cautious when we think that we are the end all, be all. That we're going to figure stuff out. That this progress that we that we're the defining, is if, if
2: we don't figure it out, mm-hmm. nobody else is. I mean, it's it's up to us. to Yeah, but we're failing.
3: Yes. Okay, and you know, like like, and this is where I become to uh, be become a pessimist is like on on the issue of of climate change. I, I, I don't see that we're going to figure that. Out, I, I just see nothing on the on the landscape. We yeah, don't have to worry we, about we, that because we know, God promised we, not to flood the we world know. again, so we're good.
2: Yeah,
0: we know what it takes. We know we we, do we know we, yeah, we yeah. absolutely know what it takes. But we're not, but for whatever reason we're unwilling to it,
2: well do what it needs to be done politically. Yeah,
0: well, it's not financially just, no politically. Well, there's financially regulatory.
3: Quarterly, returnly, we
0: stock markety. You know yes. What I'm saying we can't. We know what needs to be done.
3: Yes, but evolutionary, it, well, whatever word I'm trying to find there, is we we can't see you know the power within ourselves to do that. In other words, we are selfish to where it's like, yeah, that makes sense, but I'm going to still can you know drive my car. I'm still going to
0: right. But we so, talked about it a little bit last week about how everybody's blind spot or everybody has a limit on things that they're willing to do mm-hmm. or willing to do because they have a pain threshold. I can't get by any other way. And like anywhere you live in Atlanta, you're driving. If you say, right, right. you know what? I'm not going to drive anymore. I'm never going to take another plane. I'm going to have negative carbon footprint. Your life all of a sudden, it's done like six 180s. It's why no one does it. And right. there's a concern about climate change, but I'm not stopping driving. Right, that's... and I'm not stopping flying because why would I do that? Right, I know that it's harmful and I'm contributing to it, but I can't stop because if I did, the rest of the world would just fly by me.
3: Yeah, right. No, I know, and that's that's the loop we're kind of caught in. We can't see our little contribution making a big difference. I mean, that's no, we a political
0: just... loop, though. The government could say by 2025 there will not be another coal operating plant. Right. And we're not going to build any more roads. We're just going to build trains. Right, right. And that would be gonna, the we're we're gonna gonna Green connect. New Deal.
3: Right. We keep thinking that humanity is going to solve this stuff. We we offload our thoughts daily about this, you know, solving climate change is like this would be figured out.
0: But to Don's point, most people think that God's going to solve it.
3: Right, and that's the problem with uh, humanism: yeah. is that we think people are going to solve it.
0: Well, people are the only ones that can, though.
3: And I, I agree. Thank goodness, because uh, yeah. otherwise
0: we'd kick you off the podcast.
3: But, <laughs> but we would be a God's anymore. But we need to stop offloading that to others. Let others worry about it. Let, you know, and that's you know, becoming politically involved is part of that. Is where you know we need to change right. it on so the ground being, level. So
0: being a better atheist means being more politically involved. To me, I think
3: that's kind of the key. If we can deconvert people along the way, cool. But if we don't save this planet from destruction like we're doing, that's not going to matter. I can't wait for the
0: next podcast because you're going to tell us all the things you're going to do. You're going to set the example for all of
3: us. <laughs> no, we're asking you to do that.
0: No, you too, <laughs> making fun of my turtleneck. But that John Gray also said that secular thought is mostly composed of repressed religion. That seems kind of a uh, somebody walking up to you and putting a finger <coughs> in your shoulder and going, "You ain't what you think you are." Don't you feel like you have to, fuck you, touching? What was this point he was trying to make? Is mostly
2: composed of repressed religion. So Which what he's saying really is, no is such that thing as secularism the vestiges of the religion you were raised in still has its shackles in you, or you wouldn't be an atheist unless there was unless there was religion. Well, well yeah. yeah. and see, to me, would be a vegetarian it, it, if it wasn't meat. It, it, it's kind of Boom! yeah. It's <laughs> true though. Yeah, but it,
3: to me, it's kind of it's kind of like offloading who our savior is. So oh. under theism, God is the. The saving grace. The saving grace, you know, the uh, the transcendent being that's going to fix things or guide us to fix things. In humanism, we are the saviors. So you still have kind of this, this Savior mentality where—
0: Why would it be the Savior mentality and not just the realistic— I, I see
3: both sides of that. That's my role on this podcast. Oh, okay. See both sides?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll if argue them anything. vehemently. All right. right. No, I'm, I'm just but I mean, getting...
3: do you see a little bit of his point in that or not? It's like we we have this kind of hope for utopia on on both ends of things. I, I mean, that's not unhealthy to have that. Well, but are we putting but, too but, much but, value but, in it? Uh,
0: okay, so the the believers think utopia yeah. God creates,
2: and well, He created it, and we ruined it. Oh, they're, but they're going, but no.
0: they're going back.
2: They're definitely going back. So they're, there's when, a place better than this. This Is just a holding
0: station. Right, exactly. Yeah. When I leave this earth, whoo! Can't wait. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, heaven awaits. But that's kind of a recent um, transition in religion. You know, the, the afterlife kind of thing. That's kind of a modern, fairly modern kind of an idea. How
2: modern? What do you mean? Yeah, that's always been an aspect of, of religion. From two thousand years ago, the, the, no, no, the no, 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 the dying no. and rising Savior God. I think the gloves are about to be dropped. That you you obtain no, that came out of Rome. Okay, idea. but that's two thousand years. Yeah, that's a long time. That's not you know. No, that's still a long time. Andy Stanley didn't make this shit up on last week's show. You know, <laughs> 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 that was the trend. The dying and rising savior god that that went through right, right. a hardship and through through your belief and adoration and following of this deity you would obtain a a afterlife in wherever you but know, if you read better
0: life Better life yeah. after you die. Right. Yeah. And, and this... But that's
3: this, not what Jesus This was taught. all trials. That's what Paul taught. So I'm saying if, if you read the gospel... But that, it wasn't
2: just that. I mean, you look at Horus and Dionysus and and all the other uh, gods that were around at that time. A lot of them had that Zoroaster, the same type of follow me and I am the way to the, the next life. The better, the good place. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they had, like, a
3: uh, otherworldly yeah, heaven kind of concept. Sure they did. For Absolutely. that, for the gods, oh, for the gods. No,
2: no, so. for the followers. That's how you obtained passage to the afterlife was through your belief Whatever in, you called that's heaven. Yeah, whatever, whatever it was called, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, well... Hell was a Zoroastrian creation. That's where that first... I thought that was Dante. No, that's... Thousand years uh, plus later, the Zoroastrian religion is—at least that's where I understand—the concept of a bad place that you go, where the bad people go, uh, where that whole thing was started, and the Jews borrowed that. No, the Jews idea. didn't borrow that. Sure, they, they didn't have an idea. Of they power. called it Shale. That
3: was just a place of the. Dead. I mean, yeah, but like that's they island. use that. They
2: use that as a red. That was the that burning like trash burning... pit on the outskirts oh, well, of town. Was, that was in. But in that was Gospels used stuff. as a metaphor. But the the Jews believed in a, a underworld, like wow. Well, well, maybe not called hell. Right, called hell, but the same kind same of same thing. Hades, the bad, the bad Shale, place. all of the all Whatever these religions had. The good place and the bad place, and fucker, you better do the right shit, or you're not going to get to the good place. We'll, yeah.
3: we'll have to do a little more research on that. But my understanding on Judaism is is you know there's at least as it was originally, there
2: was no afterlife. So there was in heaven and, and oblivion, and you just ceased. No, to I exist? don't even think
3: they even had an idea of, of, of an afterlife. Hmm. That's not what my priest told me. Well, you know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Consider this ours.
0: (laughs) We're not going to, like, discount knowledge given to us by religious people. That would make us snobby atheists. Mm. And I would have to take out about six years of my education if I did that.
3: So we should do a podcast on creation of heaven and hell.
0: Oh, we we should not. uh, The history uh, of religion?
3: No, no, I mean, just those concepts, because I think those are kind of a later creation. There's
2: plenty of podcasts out there. Um, True that Robert Price has True. been on that Richard Carrier's been on that that will will tell you the you know the history the history of religion from Christianity to Judaism and back to prior religions right. prior which, to which, that
3: that's my understanding is, yeah. is there was no idea of an afterlife originally and where do,
2: where do you think the idea of the afterlife originated with with Jesus
3: no not with Jesus it was um, I think. Uh, the Greeks had kind of a concept of, of a um, a separation kind of thing. Uh,
2: I always just assumed you know, the Greeks were that the, the gods live at the top of that mountain until somebody climbed that mountain. Well, and that they're very shit. soap operas, yeah.
0: Those gods. Yeah,
2: they were jealous and yeah. you know they'd, they'd come be... down and screw around with your women, right? You know, and, you you know, know, know. with each other. Yeah, and you know they're
3: vengeful. Oh, okay, yeah, you're talking different periods, but like Gnosticism is what I'm thinking okay. about, where okay. you know, where the thought it became where where the earth and material was evil, and so the after world. Up in the heavens was, good was place pure to and, right, so, right. that sounds like hell yeah what living in the heavens
0: no living living in a place where you thought you were in hell and heaven was somewhere else well that's that how that the how christians
3: could... think about it basically mm-hmm. that this is just a training ground for the afterlife this place is uh, they're they just do. passing no, through it's like persecution boot camp do. yep yeah, they're just passing through. This is just no
2: way. It's just a holding station for evangelical Christians. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. That yeah, this is, this is the proving ground to get to. It's a fallen world, man. A better it place.
0: Is, yeah. So a McMansion will help you get to the
3: good place. This, yeah. This
2: is just this is just yeah, a place. It's that showing you've been blessed. You have a cup of coffee here, and you move on. And it's the, just and, a, and the streets up there are
3: paved with gold, man. So you know they're just getting ready.
2: You're going to have, like, Lamborghinis and $4.6 billion yachts everywhere you look, yeah. man.
0: And people wonder why 28-year-old Democratic socialists are getting elected to Congress. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're just saying, this
0: ain't working. 70% marginal tax rate, man. Yeah. I'm in. I can't even tell you how many rabbit holes. It's like the lawn is filled with them
2: right. from where we started. So, to recap, <laughs> become more politically active. Be the best you that you can be. And, and be out and loud and proud uh, about your non-belief, yeah, I think that's an important part of it too yeah.
3: so for you know because like the the, you can stuff. be a
2: great person <laughs> and politically active and all that but if people don't know that you're an atheist, they're going to just assume that you're that you're not that's, that's some kind of
0: a provocative opinion within the the group of people that are non-believers because you could make the argument that people who are atheists should be loud and proud about it. And for the most part that type of kind of public shaming almost we don't do it.
3: Mm-hmm. And well it depends what you mean by being out and proud. If you're saying to flaunt in people's faces and and deride people for having religious beliefs, should that you ride
0: it. should you try and work atheists who are in the closet to come out. To everyone.
3: No, if they to are to everyone. No, yeah, I mean that's that's the mm-hmm. struggle. You have to know who you can come out to.
0: Why? To be a better atheist, first rule, you know, kind of like Fight Club, in this case, you talk you about You talk about atheist. it, yeah. yeah. Right,
3: right, right. Well, okay, so, so one of the ways that I'm out but I'm not flaunting it is my bumper stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so like when the in-laws come to town...
2: Do you back your car into the garage? What do you do? No, no, no. Home? It's it's out there. That's it's, what I'm saying. Oh, okay.
3: I mean, I'm and you know the books on my bookshelf.
2: Yeah, I'm not covering, you know, putting a sheet. So basically,
0: over but I've basically looked at the books
2: they're... on your bookshelf. You still got a lot of Christian books on your bookshelf. You've got yeah, they're, they're progressive
3: stuff. Yeah, I mean, I haven't taken them down, but I mean, there's still a lot of atheist books in there as well.
0: So you're saying he ain't fooling anybody? Yeah, he's not. No,
2: absolutely. not. Bumper sticker, car, no, no. T-shirt, yeah everybody knows. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I, I understand that, but I'm saying, yeah, you know, you're asking but why But you've got to be out and open like that. You need well, if you can, you
0: should be. Uh, it's the if you can part. Yeah. The if you can part is where the where the value judgment comes in.
2: I mean, the good example is if you're 19 years old and you're an atheist and you're going to college and your fundamentalist parents are paying for your college and if they find out that you're an atheist, They'll cut you off, and there goes your education. Fake it to make it, you know. And until which time that it is okay for you to be out and proud.
0: So a lot of people have lived lives of pain because a lot of times, insert gay for atheist, and always, always a good uh, cross. Always reference. a an apt one because yes. you know it's good but, analogy. And I don't even know if they they like or appreciate it, you know, if like the gay community likes or appreciates it. It always feels similar in
2: some way. Don't want to be in any any way, you know, disrespectful to to the gay community, but whether they like it or not, they have a playbook that is a great playbook to pull from. The way that homosexuality has gained acceptance throughout society uh, for the most part is a a playbook that we could learn a lot from. Or, or and we absolutely. could follow. But it does and break we,
3: down after a while. Yes. We've talked yes. about this before. Is like, you know, with, with you know, a gay person coming out to somebody, it, they're not trying to say that you're stupid for being heterosexual. No, it's
2: just, this is me. Right? I, I am who I am. You are who you right.
3: are. But the implication, if you come out... It's you know, normalizing somebody, it. Well, yeah, but There's
0: what I... There are, there are a lot of atheists, though. Maybe not a lot. But there, are defi- there is definitely... Some subset of atheists that do tell and revel in telling the faithful that they're stupid.
2: Yeah. Right, right, right. So that... Maybe not necessarily revel in telling the faithful that they're stupid, but revel in believing that the faithful are stupid. Sure, that too. And will joke along with other atheists and share memes that pick fun the believers. No, but
3: no. Yeah, but I'm just saying some of the, you know, the, the, even the progressive Christian people I've come out to, there's still that kind of thing is, is like, well, do you think I'm stupid for still believing? Kind defensive, of almost. Uh, well, Sounds defensive. Right, right. It's like, so how did you get there? I mean, because, I mean, that's the thing they uh, often try to do, too, is well, it must, you must have had something tragic happen for you yeah, yeah. not believe in God anymore. They find out no, you I... had a heart
2: attack, and they're like, oh, that's it. Well, you know? and,
3: and to me, that'd be an easier explanation to give to them, so they're not offended. But, you know, if I say, no, I I methodically deconstructed myself out of theology.
2: Tell them you, you had a heart attack, and you died on the operating table. And, and it was Zeus? There was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing there. You had an out-of-body... Near-death experience of nothingness. And, and that, that was what sealed it for it you. So the vastness of the universe. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Nothing
2: there. Yeah.
3: They wouldn't like that. Well, mm-hmm. they wouldn't. But, you know, so anyway, so I'm saying that that can be threatening. So what do you tell them
2: when, when a Christian says, well, what do, you, what do you think? I'm stupid for still believing? No, I, I think you're deceived. No. I don't think you're stupid. No, that's a diss. Is that a diss? Oh, you know, you well, know I, that I, is a huge diss. Personally, I put, I put religious people into two categories, deceivers oh, and and the deceived. Leaders and followers. And, and the leaders are deceitful and uh, either knowingly deceitful or not knowingly deceitful. How but, can you be not knowingly deceitful, though? If yeah. you didn't
0: know, then
2: you're not deceitful. You're just parroting what you were taught. Yeah, but you that's your... But because you adhere to... You make that shit up. Have you ever listened to a free-form... Yeah. dialogue. Not necessarily a debate. Yeah, there you go. Stretch clapping. Start your snapping. But a free-form dialogue between a believer and a non-believer. I'll give a shout out. Michael Weissman and the uh, Bible Says What podcast. Okay. Listen to a couple episodes of his podcast. And he interviews Bible-believing preachers. And they start off parroting. Their 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 lines. They they've got. They, I mean, they you know it, it's it's right there. in, It's like a Batman's utility belt. It's you know it's it's right there, handy, ready to go. But once he starts hitting them with with good questions, you can hear them making shit up as they go along. It's not it's not necessarily biblical. It's not necessarily theological. It's how can I answer this question? How. I've somehow been painted into a corner. How do I get out of this corner without getting paint all over myself? And I see that and see through that. And, and that's what I mean by deceitful. I think a lot of people, people say about atheists, oh, you believe in God. You're just angry at him. Where I turn around and say, uh, no, actually, I believe that you don't believe in a God. You're just bullshitting yourself and everybody else. I think a lot of religious people don't buy it, but they believe that they have to be part of this group or else they're not a good... You can't be a non-Christian and a good person. Those are diametrically opposed to one another. When I was a Christian, it wasn't that terribly long ago. No. I, I you wasn't truly, deceiving. truly believed. Yeah. I I believe him when he says that. I believe, totally I believe that, believe too. I, I I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I'm pulling from my own experience. I don't think I ever, at any time in my life, honestly believed the claims that the Bible made. Right. It, it, but you. But you. Even. How old even were you? As, as whenever. Pick, right. an, pick an age. Right. I know. When
0: did you? When did you? When did you know?
2: When did I know? Yeah. Very young. So the
0: fact that you had an epiphany early. I don't talk about it in terms of deconstruction. Mm-mm. You know, neither do you. No, right, right. You all you talk
2: about it in it terms was never of never constructed because
0: right, yeah, but yeah, it, right. it totally was there.
2: Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Was, like, there was a wall that he tore down, brick by brick. It was a yep. it was a mortar, but you know, it was a whole city yeah.
0: behind that wall. Absolutely. And belief system systematically one Lego block at a time. To he, me, it he was, took that apart. It was
2: always nothing more than this is another fairy tale to try and get me to be a good boy. This is right in line with <laughs> no Santa Claus. This is right in line with the Tooth Fairy. It's the Easter Bunny. It's all of this shit all that's over again. Yes, yeah. man. man. And, and I've said this. When I found out there was no Santa Claus, it, it, it everything it, yeah. went down. And, oh, okay, so the Easter Bunny, yeah, that, that's fake too. All right. Tooth, Tooth Fairy, Tooth fairy yeah. Yeah, that's fake too. Jesus? No, no, that one's real. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, sure. And you're the one that told me about the Santa Claus. Uh, I'm
0: very angry about this, and I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm angry,
2: it's just... <laughs> I kind of saw through it. And, and I, re, I remember at a young age being at church. I even remember what parable in the Bible that the priest was preaching on that week. It was like, okay, I get it. This is, I mean, this is literally the three pigs, you know, all over <laughs> again. It's... He's he's telling a story but there's an underlying story you know like that that message supposed, behind a, yeah, the story. you glean that message from the story uh it's it's like a fable it's like a parable it's it's the same thing and I've said this on the on the show before Were you a cynical 13 year old Absolutely I'd, um, <laughs> I um I that. don't necessarily have to believe that a pig built a house out of bricks and another pig built a house out of Twigs, in order to get the message from to the story, to be a better vegetarian. Yeah. Next I, uh, year, I'm not yeah. going
0: to tell the Three Pig Story.
2: <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> I get, I get the message. I don't have to believe that it actually happened mm-hmm. in order to get the moral from the story. Sure. And and when I when I realized there's an underlying message to what this guy's talking about, that he's talking on one level, but there's another level underneath. It all fell into place, and from that point forward, I kept waiting for. So when I was I don't know, five or whatever age it was when I found out about Santa Claus. Well, maybe you don't find out about Jesus until you're 15. And then that, that next shoe never dropped, you know. Well, maybe it's when you're 20. I mean, you know, maybe, it's when, you know, maybe it's when you're 18. Maybe it's when you move out. Maybe it's when you get a driver's license. Maybe, and I, I just kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I always just assumed that everybody else there
3: was in thought the
2: same way that I. Everybody was in on it. It was like a, it was an like untold secret that everybody was kind of in on. Until I went to a Baptist church, right. and then I realized, holy shit, you people actually believe this stuff. I mean, like wholeheartedly. When we're away from church. You still talk about this. You
3: And you come back on Wednesday nights yeah, to talk like about it.
2: I this. put my chicken down because we're, we're gonna say a prayer now? Oh shit, what happened? You know? That was eye opening to me. That you're grown adults managing to make your way through society and you still buy yeah, this, this, this is just a heap of condescension kind of right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> but that that was more <coughs> eye opening than, than I think anything else it was just when when I realized that it wasn't just behavior modification, crowd control type of an enterprise.
0: Well, you think that exists in it, though, because that's yeah. why that's, oh, absolutely. that's the yeah. deceit part. Absolutely.
2: It wasn't a show that you were putting on for the kids. And that, that's the way I always thought about it. And a lot of that had to do with being the oldest, too, because I've got, I've got a brother I'm seven years older than. I've got a sister I'm 12 years older than. So it wasn't like the three of us were ever in our late teens at the same time. There was always the young one that you had to, you know, don't say anything about Santa Claus, you know, kind of play along, kind of, you know, that kind of, it was always tongue in cheek, wink, wink. But I, I, I think the answer to the question, how to, how to be a better atheist, is the same answer as how, how to be a better person. Anything. Yeah, I mean. And that may be a cop-out, but. It's not a cop-out.
0: But let me take the other side. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> if it doesn't tie back to atheism, mm-hmm. then it is just being a better person, Stuart Smalley devotional. I'd never really thought about it in those terms. You know, everybody kind of talks about their, you know, what they're going to do differently. For the most part, mm-hmm. you know, somebody everybody's got something, Um, you know, whether or not you stick to it, probably not like everyone else. But when you think about it in terms of what it is to be a better atheist, I've never really given it any thought. Never given it any thought on what about atheism or being an atheist. How do you be a better person? I think people get it. That's pretty universal. Somebody says, be a better Christian. They probably got a pretty tight answer. Be a better atheist. (sighs) i going to get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Before
2: the countless rabbit holes, yes.
0: a lot of the goals did seem kind of political. Political that and... That and, and
2: breaking stereotypes, I think, are the the main things, is breaking down the, those mental walls and, and the cognitive dissonance that, that people have. But how um, can
3: you do that on a larger scale? In other words, we were talking about, you know, like friends, neighbors, whatever.
2: I think groups like Atheists Helping the Homeless are, are succeeding. In, in that when they see that there's a group of atheists that are passing out blankets and, and jackets and, way, and toiletries to the homeless. That's almost
0: embarrassing to me that never thought of that. It is embarrassing. And we've been here for an hour, probably haven't mentioned it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like outreach, Yep. but not outreach to prove how good an atheist you are, right. but at least put an atheist branding on the outreach that you do.
2: Yeah, being out and open whether somebody sees it or not. Well,
3: unless we, you know, we're talking about partnering with with progressive Christian groups. So if there's a progressive Christian soup kitchen, you know, if, if we went, a number of us to serve along with them, and they say, hey, what church are you from? Well, actually, oh, no. we're not from a church. Show hey. up with our Godless Heathens t-shirts on yeah. and start, you know, passing hey. out some chicken noodles and Pre- some preach, preach the good word. So, you know,
2: should that be one of our... Goals, yeah. Well,
0: that's, that's what definitely the, something to be a better atheist. Well, that's yeah, what the is hom- uh, helping
2: the homeless are doing. They're 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 going out and they're helping those less fortunate, but they're not making them listen to a sermon before they right, get their right. grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. And yeah, we are part of a There's small no preacher. ulterior motive here. Yeah, the same it. same thing. We show up when there when there's been an earthquake or a hurricane, but we don't show up with a box of bibles. We show up with toiletries With actual and, you things. Know, medicine, right. fuel, food, that type of stuff. We're not here to win your soul. We're here to hang some more drywall. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Good one. Right. Yeah. Well that's that's something we can actually do. So I can yeah. cut out like the first hour totally, of, you know, yeah, of the be... rabbit holes no, no. and just talk
0: about be, the, last, solve, right? just be the last way two better two served. Yeah. Way better served.
2: Well Moving on. Anybody that's listened to the show in the past is going to be familiar with my unnatural love affair with the Shepherd's Chapel. It is kind of kinky. The thing about it is, even though I've never been a believer, I've always enjoyed religious broadcasting. And I've talked about this before. It's when I watch or lawyerism. Like listen- it is it is when when I listen to a debate let's let's say William Lane Craig is debating Sam Harris. I don't listen to the Sam Harris portion. Did you know all that? Yeah, you could fast and, forward and right? sit there and go, "Yeah. Yeah, that 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 You know, that justifies my belief and enhances, you know, what I already feel. It's the, uh, no, that's not the way the world works. It's the crazy stuff that comes out of the Christian side that I enjoy more than the self-affirming part that comes from the atheist side. Kind of a freak show kind of thing. The thing about the Shepherd's Chapel is it has been simulcast... 24 hours a day since 1985. They do one-hour shows verse by verse, chapter by chapter, Bible study. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's between the verses, the of the, the, the apologetics that goes on along with the Bible study, the Bible I, I find that stuff ama- just absolutely fascinating. It drives Kim crazy because I'll sit there and, and yell shit at the TV, you know, and all this. But I, I've literally I've been watching because you can't you, you flip through the religious channels. One of them's going to have the Shepherd's Chapel on. They 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 literally they, they broadcast on now Dish Network and Directv. 24 hours a day. I didn't realize but this was like a TBN kind of thing. Now, if you, this is what's crazy. If you've got one of those old metal eight foot satellite dishes in your backyard, <laughs> you, what are the CAD or CA, I forget what they call them, but the big old satellite that first came out, they still broadcast on those. Come on. You, you can catch them today, if you've got one of those channels out of Gravette, Arkansas... Grab it. Grab it. I just read it. It is. 20, 24 hours a day constant broadcast. Do you know how hard that is? I know. And and seriously, I've, do you
0: know how hard that but, is to, produ- to produce 24 hours of TV it's not, for 30-something years? entertainingly. Entertaining. Yeah, crazy. I've
2: been, I've been flipping through the religious channels and been catching you know, Pastor Murray and, and his hour-long Bible sermons um, for decades is that now. the dad or that's the dad the dad's dead he's he's passed away oh he is he passed away in 2014 oh, he's just in the reruns jesus now. yeah he's with jesus now uh the son who is boring as fuck i i love the i love.
0: You're not making a case for
2: watching no, this no. show I lo-
0: 24 hours a
2: day yeah. <laughs> i think most of this was recorded in the late 80s they? and the 90s uh, and they've just been replaying oh, okay. it you know over the years i wonder about the white ties and but stuff but i there. I really enjoy the old man because his snarkiness and his shitting on everybody else's theology. But then we'll preface it by saying, I don't want to talk bad about somebody else's. But, name, but you I'm know, gonna. yeah. And, and then just continues to shit all over somebody else's theology. But I, I actually I've never researched him. I've never I've never Google ducked him. I've never done anything Intel now. until recently. And I found out some pretty interesting stuff. No, I didn't know the father was dead, first of all. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he died February 12, 2014. Dennis is now the pastor of the church and took over for his father, Arnold. They have been broadcasting one-hour televised Bible sermons uh, on satellite networks and on 225 television stations. And they are the largest independent Christian network in the world. Oh,
3: independent. Yeah. Like, not... TBN. Not
2: TBN or, or, or right, yeah, right. stuff like that. But uh, like I said, they do chapter by chapter, verse by verse, deep dive into the, the, the Word of God. A couple of things. I did—I never really understood exactly what their theology was. Have you heard of Anglo-Israelism? Is that a term? He, this guy knows. He's like the fucking rain man totally. when it comes to this shit. It, totally. It, no, I, and that's, I'm, that's, I I'm stumping first time the, in a theater. Oh, first I'm playing time. stump the host here. I'm loving it. This is a belief. That the British Isles were settled by the Ten Lost Tribes of Israel. Wait, no, Mormonism said they came over here. And <laughs> what's your point? This all took place in the 1600s. Was where this kind of got its where start. The tribes and went up there. That's that's their kind of theology. Also, along with that, the father was also a proponent of what's called serpent seed doctrine. Are you familiar with serpent uh, seed doctrine? Another one that's new in this. Yeah, year. I, clicked on, I clicked on that link and went seed. down that rabbit hole. Let me tell you a little bit about serpent, serpent seed theology. Seed. The seed um, of Satan. Exactly. Serpent Seed, also known as Dual Uh, Seed, and also known as Two Seed Line, it's a controversial, and this is straight from Wikipedia, it's a controversial religious belief which explains the biblical account of the fall of man by saying that the serpent in the Garden of Eden mated with Eve, and the offspring of that union was Cain. You're rolling your eyes. It appears in early Gnostic writings, like the Gospel of Philip, and it is rejected uh, as heresy as far back as Arrhenius, one of the early church fathers. It had a little bit of, of a foothold in in the Celtic church. But basically that Eve not only was tempted into eating the apple by the serpent, but also I laid with, with the them. serpent, and Cain was the offspring of the serpent, and Abel was the offspring. I, mean, I thought, the, of I thought Adam.
0: The, the apple was just the metaphor for them doing it. Really? Yeah. What? But like the... you thought there was like a literal apple?
3: Oh no no no! It's yeah. not an apple They don't say anywhere in there. It's an apple. It's a fruit. Okay, a fruit. So yeah, that that was basically them mating with the serpent. Doing it? No, with
0: each other. Where'd you hear that? Uh, about a Catholic how thing? How would I know? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, there's like that metaphor thing that Don was saying yeah. about the three pigs. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not really about you know building an a apple.
2: brick house. It's about fucking a snake <laughs> or fucking <laughs> each other. Yeah. I never heard. But no, of that if you if you look at the uh like the Wikipedia entry, yeah. guys, studied them all. <laughs> Eating apples yeah. tonight. Yeah. yeah. But if you uh, if you look at the Wikipedia entry for serpent seed, Arnold Murray is listed as one of the proponents of it. Arnold Murray, two thousand uh, I'm sorry, 1929 to 2014, founder of the Severance Chapel, taught the serpent seed doctrine. He accepted the belief that the Jews were descendants of Adam through Seth, as described in the Bible. However, his view that the Canaanites were the offspring of Cain and that they infiltrated the northern kingdom of Israel. His teachings are disputed by uh, Protestant apologetic ministries like CARM and and, and CRI. But also, adherence to the white supremacist theology known as Christian identity are also proponents of this particular...
0: But if you read the Church of Latter-day Saints history... Of recent 19th century when it started. Like, if you ever read Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakauer, that's a crazy book. And the church now is still walking back things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, But there's still plenty of people that believe in it. So they walk kind of a really fine line between their crazy origin story and being in polite society. Well, mm. they've been
3: trying to hide that stuff forever. And now that there's the internet... Catholics uh, have been
0: way better at it, but they didn't have the same type of mass media t- to fight oh, against. Oh, yeah, they had newspapers back in but this day. Th-
2: yeah. this might give you some topic for your letter that you're that you're looking at trying to get written, uh, read on air. Whew. Man, to you. Can you explain to me about the whole Eve... Mating with the serpent. They've never read that. No, you would never never, never, read never read get that. on the air. No, and but we uh, white and delightsome. Is yeah, that, uh, no, that's Mormon. That's, yeah, that's Mormonism. Well, kind of sounds like they're kind of very much so. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was it was pretty eye opening. It was it's like I said I, I've never I just assumed they were mainline you know just standard run of the mill Protestant same old same old. Yeah, doing a little digging uh, shed some light on on some some topics that to I do. wasn't familiar with. I'd, I'd never heard of, of Not to defend the Shepherd's
0: or... Chapel because I haven't watched nearly well, gonna, as much as you. You're going to
2: take both sides
3: though?
0: Not going to take both sides but I but You're going to both sides of object right? <laughs> Alright I'm going to now. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to. So in the same way that you can't hold Mormons accountable everything that happened at their origin story, do you still think that they believe that and they represent it? Because if they did, I would have think for as much or as many times as you watch them, you'd have got an inkling of like wait a minute, what should
2: well, he just say? Yeah, well like a morning will Comes and knocks on your door, you know, and you answer the door and you're talking to Elder. Him. Yeah, Eld- Elder Stephen is, is mm-hmm. there, and, and, you know, on with his, his voice on, cracking on, a, on his twelve speed you know speed bike. So you bring up, well, tell me about how no, wh- you do this. Yeah, I would do you're, this. You're the only one to do this. Tell me about why blacks couldn't attain uh, the priesthood up until 1973. And he's like, dude, I was born in 1995. Right, the that, do do? Right, you know? group, what the fuck do I, you know? But if you're a member of a group, yeah, he would. But but if you're a member of a group that was that blatantly racist up until 1970, whatever it was, yes. mm-hmm. and you're still, and you know this to be a fact, but you're still a member of that group, you, you kind of got to own it a little bit.
0: How long do you have to own the worst parts of your history that you
2: have repudiated?
0: How long does it stick with you? Well, well that's a nice thing about forever. Uh, mm. about
2: Protestantism. You just create a new church. You know, you're, you're now the second Baptist church of, you know, whatever. And if you want to know what's wrong with the first Baptist church, just come on by. We'll <laughs> tell you because we know. Good story. Yeah. You. They got green hymnals. I mean, come on, seriously. But that's, that's a good question. At what point can you leave that history behind yeah because because you could say you could say the same thing about catholics and and the and the child abuse scandal i mean that's that's the question i have when i when i hear when i meet somebody and they and i find out they're catholic i'm like it's 2019 how are you still a member of this particular group what is it that that ties you to this identity so i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna gonna, gonna both sides you on that okay Kind of like the other things we had talked about in previous episodes, in some ways. What do you want me to do about it?
2: Leave, leave the group. Oh, I can't. Why not? Because
0: I I think that is past tense.
2: Well, it's just no. It's it, it's still ongoing. Same thing. It's, it's. I think it was like um. I think it was Dan Savage that that said if we found out that Jiffy Lube was systematically raping children, we would stop going to Jiffy Lube tomorrow. Nobody would go to Jiffy Lube anymore. Yeah, now Jiffy I, Lube I look, isn't exactly the Catholic I, Church. I, I get the but
0: I get the idea. It feels it feels a little flip. So what he's saying is you can't associate with that group anymore and call yourself a Catholic. Yeah, and that's too far a line for too many Catholics to do.
2: Or even more mind blowing to me is I know somebody that converted to Catholicism. After the child abuse scandal, because they don't believe
0: that now, and they are getting rid of that in the church. They're cleaner now.
2: Well, no, well, Jeff, you're scoffing at it.
0: Well, but what else? What else is the church going to say? Like we condone it? That it's okay to do this? No, well, I mean they have to
3: do PR. I understand it. Well, it's not.
0: It's so you call it PR, but I'll give the Catholics the benefit of the doubt, and I and I don't know if it's true, but. This not happening anymore. We deal with it quickly. It's a big organization. It's going to happen. Paraphrasing, obviously. But it's obviously not acceptable. And they've paid a lot of money and owned up to it, fought it the whole way, tried to bury it, not defending the Catholic Church in that regard. But if you were to join the Catholic Church now, would you be deluding yourself to think that that's not a part of the acceptable Catholic Church going forward? Are you deluding yourself? 'Cause that's what I mean about how many years is it gonna pass before somebody could say, I'm Catholic because we've been clean for thirty years, it's okay to be Catholic, I guess. Yeah. You know, if if there was an atheist scandal like that and somebody said, you know, how could you be an atheist when Whatever. X and Y yeah. were terrible right. leaders and they were yeah. atheists? Yeah. So how much do you gotta own that and for how long? I don't you know, they still a, there's a difference in Grave could still yeah. believe it.
2: There's a difference between a bad apple here and there and a systematic. No doubt. I mean, I just read an article this week about how Catholic priests in India were systematically raping nuns in India. Oh, I saw yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. I saw that. And knowing the history of those things with the Catholic Church, that somebody was, knew about it. Oh, absolutely. They somebody knew it, about right. it. They tried to. They tried to suppress it. Right. They tried. They they spread it around. They called the nuns liars. Yeah. They they oh, yeah. made them feel yeah. the... What, the
2: what is it about it? the priesthood that... Does the priesthood attract that type no, of person? I, I, I think... Yeah. Or does being a priest over a certain amount of time... No way. ...give you an elevated sense of of worth that...
0: All the above and you'd never know. Well, yeah, but uh, I, I mean, they're I they're even read
2: an article this week where... a. a, a it wasn't, it wasn't Donahue, but it was basically somebody like that, a, a Catholic apologist, who basically just came out and said that it's a priest's right to molest children. Oh,
0: oh you mean like Bill Donahue from the Catholic yeah. League? Yeah, oh, no, well, that a, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. no. now fuck that guy. To be clear, it was not him that said that. It, I believe it was a... Somebody, priest, similar, Monsignor, somebody, but right. he, but he basically came out and said, eh, "It's part of the perks." Again, I'm paraphrasing, but that I, was I the attitude sure. that I got from the article. Was yeah, it, you know, it come, it comes with the territory.
0: Well, I'm not going to go there. You were going to say something. Yeah,
3: I was going to say, you know, one of the basic issues that the Catholic Church cannot get around apparently is the issue of celibacy. They want the priest to and suppress. Yeah, they Right, right. They take let's that get a Bible bunch of
2: knowledge. young men and women, and um, let's confine let's them. And, and, and it's not
3: like, you know, the... Um, and no the hanky-panky. P- the Protestant church, you know, they're not scot-free and those kind of things, no. too. But it's far
2: less because they allow pastors to marry. Which is different, though. I, than... That's why I think it is, is more of a power thing than a a sex thing. You do see it in... There's yeah, a about... big expose in, in the um, in the Baptist church... Uh, about sexual abuse, right? But I'm saying it's
3: it's far less widespread. I mean, part of it is is the structure. Not according well, to Totally, well,
0: it's not. totally the structure because it's basically the biggest corporation on earth. It's got an org chart. It's got a official hierarchy. And, and
2: certain people in the group are above reproach. That's the way it's yeah, set up to they, the, to the also, members inside. They're also
0: they're also protecting the brand. And obviously, that's not a condoning any of it, but.
2: What's the once thing? that like,
0: once that's corrupted and you get through the top, it has metastasized across the entire organization, as opposed to one-off churches everywhere. That there's no connective tissue there. Right. Yeah. right the right. abuse would go on, but it's not as systematic. It's systemic. They're not all interconnected, so you don't really know if the Protestants or the main lines or any of them. There's were, not a
2: network to shuffle you somewhere else when the heat comes right, down
0: and and track
2: it, but.
0: So how long are you saddled with it? And I think it's going to be difficult for people to leave the Catholic Church and to say that they should leave it as opposed to somebody saying, "No, I'm going to I want to be in there to clean it up." That's not acceptable. I mean, but there's I, also people, people that are like, me, "Why
2: even bother to clean it up? Just do away with it. Not a Catholic anymore." Yeah.
0: But I understand that, you know the people that are they're super attached to that.
3: Well, I was going to say, too, I mean, just like Mormonism, Catholicism is more of a cultural identity, just like Judaism is as well. I mean, so to leave that, you know, that's, that's leaving kind of a part of your cultural identity. So I think you'll probably find ways to stay in that as long as you can, if that's part of your identity. But if you
0: stay in... but Especially if you a, define
2: yourself from that cultural... There's a mindset
0: that if you are staying... That you are, you are wrong for staying, and you are contributing mm-hmm. to future ills. And maybe you are, but I don't think telling somebody to stay in, you're a horrible person for staying in. I don't think you're, you're gonna get people to retrench. But there also might be people that like that. I'm Catholic, and I want to. I'm. You want to clean I, it, like you said, clean it up from right, the inside. I, and should we be judgy on that? Just yeah. by saying the question, I, I'm.
2: I kind of doubt it. <laughs> and but. The thing about it is, it, it's so widespread that you can't even say, "Well, that's not that was never an issue at my church," because you don't know if it was an issue at your church. You don't know why Father Bob was sent to Philadelphia, you know, three years ago. Well, or, or you know, or whatever the case may be.
0: It's not even just Father Bob; it was Principal Bob and Coach Bob and Teacher Bob mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, friendly neighbor down the street, Bob. Yeah. And, you know, no one's saying, you know, hey, get rid of baseball leagues or get rid of gym class because coaches or people in, in positions of power were, you know, abusing that. And that's pretty systemic too. Again, you're not going to the, the head of the public school system. Yep. And
2: saying, let's get 20, rid of schools. 20,000 yeah.
0: people public school systems yeah. in the you know in the nation and maybe college, college campuses yeah uh, right yeah you know yeah. take your pick yeah. but in and again these people in gravity they might believe it do you have to repent for it before people can take you seriously, do you have to acknowledge the fact that, you know, the history of this church was we were tied into the KKK and yeah. some white identity stuff that we repudiate. Now, they may have never they said that. Never or said that. It was a small part of their their origin story, mm-hmm. and it's not anymore. Should you force them
3: to apologize Wait, for they, it? You're talking about the Mormon church? Grab yeah. it. Grab, grab it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anybody. Or yeah. anybody.
0: The Mormon church, I mean, you're going to know more about this than me, it's... Feels like they make they take steps, but probably not as many, and the steps aren't as big as probably non-Mormons or particularly like the atheist community would want them to take. Yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely. But you know they, have but they to don't care from... what how we feel about
0: yeah, it. I think they I think they care a little bit because otherwise they wouldn't they wouldn't have any I, type think, of they, public I think they I think they on.
2: may care more about what the religious community the other religious communities in America how they feel about them. What you know, well, they care what a bunch of atheists think? You know? well, that's what that's what they all say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean we're just we're we're going to hell. A bunch of yeah. podcasters. Yeah. It's bullshit,
3: but. I just pulled up a stat here. You know, we we're talking about Mormonism and and you know the 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 black thing, and they were kind of forced into that from the civil rights movement. That's when they're what do they call them? They're, yeah, they're apostles. I think they call them. You know, yeah, all um, the, the old uh, white guys that that make you know they hear from God.
2: Yeah, the 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 uh, there's a council of elders, but I don't know. what no, they No, I, yeah, I think
3: they call them apostles, something yeah. like that. But anyway, so, uh, so prophets. So they, so they had a pro- uh, yeah prophets. Okay your titles, man. Yeah. yeah, but so they had a re- revelation from God that hey, yeah, black people are okay. Yeah, we, we, 1973.
2: We God, yeah. God, God came down on uh, black people are cool. But I, so I, was, I was looking at good, uh, good job, uh, God.
3: The, yeah. the Utah. He, he watched um,
2: Superfly, and uh, no, no, <laughs> you, you get yourself into trouble. Uh,
3: uh, <laughs> but I was looking at the ethnicity breakdown of Utah. Yeah, um, black population 1.1 percent. In 2016, so they didn't have a big push other than a national stage. It's like, oh, we're going to get bad PR if we don't uh, change some of this stuff. No,
0: <laughs> not that we don't believe it anymore. You always say it's about PR, yeah, because that implies that they still believe it, but they're going to put us. Well, they're going to put a public face on it. They were, they they were it. racist. You always call uh, it Joseph they Smith could be wrote in his. Yeah. R- in yeah. wrote in he's dead. Yep, yeah. he's been dead for a long time. Mm-hmm. How long? Do I have to, uh, um, here, I'm both sides and you to death. I'm taking, up the, I'm taking up the Mormon cause tonight. How long do I have to, as a Mormon, uh, make excuses for Joseph Smith? Well, until, Britain,
3: until they abridge the Book of Mormon, where it no longer says white and delightsome, you know,
2: kind of stuck with that
3: for a while.
0: That's I don't have a, I don't have any rhetoric I mean, for their holy more, book
2: it's... says that black skin is a curse from God for being evil,
0: and they have not they have not officially addressed that.
2: Well, I'm saying... you, you know, know the, I mean,
0: seriously. They have not officially their, addressed it's it. It's
2: still in the book. It's right. still in the book. You, there's right. no way of getting around it. I mean, I got, it's pretty gotcha. blatant. They haven't worked on apologetic. A, there's
0: a lot of stuff in the Old Testament mm-hmm. that's really bad. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So nobody you can, is, you nobody can, is sticking a mic in the Pope's face. And Robert Jeffress and all those guys to what? say, repudiate all that stuff in the Bible. Now, there well, are going to be... Spin some, no, well, they, they spin
2: it. They have apologetics. Apologetics that will... Turn it around to say exactly what it doesn't say, um, or oh, that's metaphor. You know, the, right? And it'd be, be nice if the Bible was written. You don't have to get the red lettering for what Jesus said, purple lettering for the metaphors would be really helpful. So I, next time Mormons come
3: knocking on my door, I'm going to ask. Them I feel fat. Fa-
2: I feel bad for
3: them. No, I'm just. I'm, I get to so Ask him one. Just one question: How do you deal with the white and delightsome? Yeah,
0: that, that I, I at what point that yeah. that answer that is done that <coughs> is is done in thirty seconds, and then you're going to be left going. Dah.
2: I'm sure they've uh, got a pat answer no for those type of questions. Doubt, and then and they, and no they are trained in how to answer those type of questions. So if sure. they have an
0: answer for it. Then what?
2: I mean, seriously. Because I think they probably do have an well, answer for it. Well, having an answer for it and having a good answer for it are, are two I just, I just, There said. is no good answer yeah. for you. The, exactly. There, there, there would be, yeah.
0: you know, this would be yeah. a 19-round
2: heavyweight. I'll tell you right now, Sonny, you're not talking your way out of this one. <laughs> and by the way, if he was smart, yeah. he would smile and shake yeah. your hand. i tell you
0: what, sir. You yeah. have a good day. Exactly. <laughs> have a blessed exactly. day. Yeah.
2: I'm going to get on my ten speed and, um, and go next door. I'm yeah. going to burn for you. rubber. Yeah, yep. and and see you later. On that note. On that note. On that note. Drop us a line. Let us give us a shoot us an email. Let us know what your idea of what makes a good atheist. How to be a better atheist. Tell us. In 2019. Us, let us know. Tell
0: and us that, in a, tell us in the, a lot shorter time than it took us if, to get if, through it. it tonight. And,
2: and if you know anything about us, uh, was it second seed theology? <laughs>
3: By all means. That just sounds dirty. If that's the case,
2: tweet us at Godless Podcast. Absolutely. Please. Uh, But email uh, godlessheathens at yahoo.com, our Twitter account at Godless Podcast, and the Facebook Godless Heathens Podcast discussion group. It's closed, hidden, and private. Just uh, do a search for it and send us an invite and we'll get you in there.
0: Please give us five stars regardless of what you think of the podcast. We would appreciate that. Podbean, .podbean godlessheathens.podbean.com, YouTube, Godless Heathens Podcast Channel, and the best goddamn podcatcher app on the planet,
3: Overcast. Overcast, But not on...
2: Overcast is iOS only. Well, because I I hear all this buzz about Overcast. You need to to come over. I I grabbed my Android. I went onto the Play Store and I was looking for Overcast. I was like, let's see what all the hubbub's about. I want to see what this best goddamn podcatcher app is all about. Took you 32 episodes to get to that? No, it is not (laughs) available. You cannot download it for the for the Android. It's It's, only for the special people, Um, chosen few. Which is why it's the best damn podcaster. Right, (laughs) because it doesn't have an Android. Because it doesn't let the uh, the horrible androids on there. Yeah.
3: All right. So open invitation to Andy Andy Stanley, Kim Davis. um,
2: What's the shepherd guy's name? Not the dead one, but uh, oh, Dennis Murray. Dennis Murray. You know. Although, if the dead father wants to come, but oh, for sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we'll talk why that. takes with him. Yeah, we want oh, to know. Yeah, Dennis. Him. Dennis is the son. He's now the uh, the lead pastor. Okay, yeah, we want to know about the seed kind of thing. Yeah, I want um, to get to the bottom of this.
3: But Jesus and Moses, you can come on down and sit with us here. We'd love to have you. So hit us up.
2: See you next time. Bye. Right, take care. my gun. He made me mad. The devil's bad. The devil is a bomb, but the The devil devil is my friend. friend. The devil devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend. And Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla, go. Godzilla is my friend. And Shredenko was my friend. And Grishnit was my friend. And Andrew he just bought Francis Sinatra is my friend, Francis Sinatra is my friend Wherever I go, Sinatra goes, Frankie is my friend And Love and Rockets are my friends, Love and Rockets are my friends
1: Every one of them round the bend And the Queen is my friend, and R-E-D is my friend You know what I mean? With someone in the party, and the Devil is my friend And yeah, the Devil is my friend, wherever I go, the Devil go
0: One of the reasons I dig her. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and she puts out.